No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Osiris. Hey, this is Brendan from Umphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics Magazine. Osiris.
We're ready. Well, I thought Apple was gonna do one. Do one what? Load. Load. I, that's how it sounds. You know, I don't. You. Do you, you choose. You. You. You choose. You choose. Yeah. Choo choo. You pick it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine different kinds of herb in that. I was gonna say in that, that thing, and for me to actually pick, I don't. That's you know me. It's girl. all cannabis to me. I don't. That's not. Then smoke some of the yeah, stores. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Here I take is. that back. It's. Here it is. I don't. But that stuff's Boy. like crack. No, it's not. You haven't There's even tried it. There's actually a strain it. called green crack, and this. I is see not the it. two of you after you smoke that, and it's like watching getting people shit go insane. Done. We're this, getting yeah, shit Thor's done. Thor's hammer is about getting shit done. Uh huh. You need to do your yard work. Thor's hammer. Yep. You want to go play with your niece and nephew? You haven't touched in a year. Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. What is Thor's hammer? Oh God! Here we go. <laughs> hey now, no simple road family. Welcome back. You're on the porch with us. It's Aaron and Mel and Ryder and Apple. And you know, we had to put Darwin in the house this week because he, was being he came out here asshole. and he stepped he was, on my foot. Yeah. <laughs> He spilled my coffee on my phone and in the speaker of the computer, and then he stepped on Melanie's foot. So he is banished from the porch for the time being. But that's okay. We're all here. Mel's choking. It's cool. It's, it's a Mother's hammer. Day bowl. By the way, Thor's hammer. Speak up, Apple. Thor's hammer. Oh. <laughs> Thor's hammer is genetic from Vortex, Cinderella 99, and Acapulco Gold. Like the real, like back in the day, Acapulco Gold? <laughs> yeah. It's wow. a, like a bolt of lightning commanded by the Norse god himself, Thor's hammer delivers an electrifying blast of cerebral energy that awakens creativity and motivation. And yes, it does. It, I, yeah, I it can does. only take one, one hit of that. You right guys now. hit it the other day, and, and within two Ryder minutes, was they were pacing, carving a thing. No, tree literally, trunk. we were sitting down, and I. <laughs> Uh, the next thing I knew, I had I was standing up swinging this giant uh, Christmas tree trunk it that we'd stripped. Like I didn't even, even realize it. it happened. I was just swinging. <laughs> and that's when that dance video that you posted that dance video of me dancing. That was good and stuff. Eating fruit. Like, so it was amazing. Happy Mother's Day, all you mothers happy out mother's there. Day. Thank you, and for real, happy Mother's Day to all you amazing women out there. Especially my mommy. So my mommy came last week and she came on Cinco de Mayo and we had a little fiesta for her. And it was amazing. Really cool time. I'm sure for her to see both her daughters living on their own in this beautiful city um, full of love. And so, mom, my Mother's Day present to you is my life. And I'm really proud of it. And thank you for teaching me how to be an awesome woman. Yeah, thanks, Susie. And what Way about Grammy? So my mom told me she was proud of me today. Aww. I like that. That's cool. That's a cool thing to hear. I don't care how old you are. 46 years old. Still feels good to have my mom tell me she's proud of me. Yeah. That's fucking rad. Yeah. It's pretty neat. And I'm proud of your mom. She's... Dude, my mom was a fucking trapeze artist that did flips in the air and travel with the circus. That woman That's can the least anything. of what she's done, I too. I, yeah, that woman can handle anything. She anything. had a baby at, like, 45. I mean, yep. dang. You talk about, like, and one end 16, of the... And 16? Or yeah. however old yeah. she was. Like... Way to go, mom. Mm -hmm. Love you. Well, I mean, you didn't say very complimentary she, things just there, but and she made it through and is a wonderful per person now. She, Amazing, like a beautiful. So me and my mom have had our beef in the past. I wasn't 
the and, most um uh, I don't even know what the word is. I wasn't the best kid growing no. up. I was when I met Aaron, I was a, I was a bit a of an asshole. Of, that's a good way of putting it. Yes, yeah. you were. Well, listen, when I met Aaron, he was 25 and I was convinced that his mom was the most awful person in the universe. Like Cruella DeVille. Yeah. Like, like this totally cold woman that had no heart and kicked her son out kicked and puppies. was just, you know, involved in this new life and couldn't be bothered. And that was the furthest thing from the truth. Like look, she was look. in a different place. <clears throat> and all I, I wanted to just say all of that to say is that she really has become the most beautiful person I've ever known in these 20, last 20 years of being with my husband. Let's just call a spade a spade. She I'll just a, throw in there too. She is beautiful. She's she, she, had a, she had a son <laughs> that was a junkie. Yeah, but I didn't know that at the time. So it was a one side. Well, no, story. I'm saying I'm saying now, like she had to deal with a lot of shit, man. Yeah. And so her and I had our beefs and my last visit to Vegas a few months ago or a month ago. I don't know. Time's weird. Uh, we squashed our beef finally after all this time. Squashed beef. I think maybe you squashed my I beef. I squashed my beef <laughs> with, with your mom's. Mom. I was going to say, Aaron had a whole lot more beef. She yeah. had like a little side plate of like chicken maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's cool. And Mother's Day is special because I guess without moms, none special. of us would fucking be here. And wherever you are, you know, you're there because of your mom. So yeah. If your mom's around, give her a call. Tell her you love her. Yeah, because I fucking love it. Simon got me ginger chews. And I think that now that I'm a mom, I realize when mothers would say, it's the thought that counts. Like, it's what what it really is, is like he was out at the beach with his friends and then he brought me something that like he was thinking about me when he was with his friends. Period. That's the gift right there. But then there was like another action that happened and it's these ginger chews. And I had one this morning right before the podcast and it was delicious. And that was funny. I thought you said gender chews. <laughs> I'm like sitting here thinking, wow, that's very Portland. Ginger. It's a gender chew. Ginger chew. Some of them are both some, you know, it just depends on which chew you pull out of the bag, bro. Okay. Come on, Apple. Keep up. You're Makes out of your sense. element, Donnie. Makes sense. So, I mean, that's actually poignant for today's interview that's coming up here as soon as we're done rambling because yeah this one this is isn't perfect. rambling this is this is, this is, this is a tribute a to mom one for this is yeah this rambling. is really actually a really good because one for mom's day we didn't day. even hear about sweetie little heart joy Ooh. oh my yeah, way to go apple well, <laughs> right on cue i didn't know i was allowed to talk well he's over here loading a bowl that he said that he wasn't gonna smoke no it's he was hooking Aaron. me up <laughs> So what's up with moms, Apple? My mom, my Cutie. happy Mother's Day, mom. Uh, oh, happy Mother's Day, Joy. I had a great talk with her like for an hour and a half yesterday, and she's doing good, and I love my mom, miss her, and mm. she'll be coming up here probably as soon as summer's over to huh? stay with us. Right on. Not for five weeks this time, though. For like two I don't, weeks, You know what? I don't mind weeks. when mom know, stays for I, five weeks. I know weeks. you guys don't mind. I love my mother, but... Yeah, and no, dot dot no, dot. Yeah, no. Look, that's a long. Yeah, business. my mom. <clears throat> your turn. Let's hear it. Yeah, my mom is uh, is staying at a hotel. Rory's having a dance competition this weekend. They don't know who Rory is. Oh, Rory is my little sister. She does awesome dance. She's been doing dance for sixteen years now, and uh, she's amazing. And she's doing she's dance, dance competition, but she's having uh, she's got beef with some of the other. 
Oh, she does. Teeny girl. Yeah, and oh well, gosh. and mom, <clears throat> mom's the person that has to deal with that because like she has beef with the girls. Although Rory's, Rory's a force of nature. She does not <laughs> care about anything anyone does or says. If she decides that, and she will tell, she will get in your face about it. Like nothing can stop that girl. Oh, we can't forget our illustrious producer's wife and glorious member of our family, Lacey. Lacey! Lacey. Happy Mother's Day, Lacey! We love you guys, man. And yeah, I'm not going to say anything out of school here. I don't know what you want known out there in the world, but happy Mother's Day. And a a happy belated anniversary also. Yeah, guys. This is a lot of setup. What? What are you trying to say? Say it. Use your words. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Lots of words. So, you know, it's because of the support of their parents that we have this interview today with these guys. That's yeah. what we found out from this oh, interview. That's right. so these guys, I mean, their music started because mom supported him. And if Just you like haven't listened, seriously, if you haven't listened to Brother Hawk yet, and this is your introduction to them and who uh, they are, you guys, great- you guys are gonna have it's a pleasant surprise, man. This new out al- and their new album came out this week, yeah. Clear Lake, and. We sat here and listened, and I was just, I kept saying, these guys are fucking awesome. These guys are fucking great. This is badass. It, like, it and I re- feel like they remind me of that um, that hair band era that but I... not. No, but it's like completely modernized, and but that's what kind of pulls me in, because it's, it's more got like that... Southern- Southern kind of hard. It's, well, it's it's nothing and all of it yeah. at the same time, you know. Like it's, I, I was. I had JB's a, voice is yeah. awesome. Yeah, JB, thank you so much for this. The time you took to talk to us because I really enjoyed and Nick. our conversation. Yeah, Nick, I didn't mean to leave you out. Yeah, absolutely. Don't leave Nick out. No, Nick's, Nick is awesome. Right. Yeah. So let's There's do no the beef. let's do the business <laughs> business because we gotta do the business, and then we'll get to the interview and just one last thing. Go hug your mom if she's around, man. Moms need hugs. Sometimes we got beef with our mom. And you know what? Life is fucking short. And we're only on this planet for a blink. The older I get, the faster time goes. And the more I'm realizing that it's super important to let the people in your life that have got you where you're going and have cared for you and cared about you, even though it wasn't the way that you wanted it to be, they need to know that you appreciate them. Yeah. So go give your mommy a hug, man. It's a good day for that. It's Mother's Day. That's what it's all about. So, yeah. Moms like hugs. They do? They really do. Okay. I believe you. I'm not a mom, so. I love hugs. I I can be anything. My mommy always told me I could be anything that I put my mind to. I can't be a mom. So check that out. Not in this day and age. Well, if you were acting, No, you're wrong. In this day and age, you could totally be a mom. I cannot birth a child out of my body, Ryder. Yeah, but you could be a mom. You <laughs> anyway. can. You did, Simon. Anyway. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. That's where you can find out information about the show. You can see who we are, what we're doing, what's going on. I try and keep it fun and interesting over there. And that's where you'll see like what's coming up on the show for the next week and all that good 
kind of stuff. Um, head over to the website, nosimpleroad.com. We have a shop over there with merch and we're getting ready to do some cool stuff with some new shirts and we're going to get some pins done and all that stuff. There's still stickers up on the website and there's also some small shirts left. So if you're a size small, there is some No Simple Road hand logo shirts there for you on nosimpleroad.com. Um, when you're out hanging out with your friends or you're doing the Mother's Day thing and you're going to brunch or you're at the lake or you go camping or you're on an airplane in the bathroom vomiting or you're at a show and you take a picture of that, hashtag No Simple Road on that and it will go up on NoSimpleRoad.com in the family tab. How about No Simple Road Mom? Yeah, that too. And... You know, it's a good way for us to see who we are and what's going on out there. I know I enjoy going to nosimpleroad.com and clicking that and seeing what all you guys have posted. It's fucking cool, man. And I know that you guys were thinking about us because, you know, it's funny as the week goes on and it comes closer to the weekend because we we all work regular jobs still. And we usually do. I don't work a regular job. Yeah, well, I don't okay. fall under that. Whatever. Jobs. We all work jobs. Yeah, and, regular, uh, irregular, indifferent. During the week, I'm like thinking about what we're gonna do on the weekend because we record on the weekends, and it's it's a trip, man. It's like you guys out there are on the porch with us, and I think about you guys as a person that's here it's kind of trippy and like i if if like, we don't record even this morning apple said it's weird like we don't have an interview this weekend because we're, we're going to see as the crow flies this weekend so we didn't tonight, tonight. yeah mother's tonight, day shit. concert tonight. yeah and uh we didn't I'm so excited to dance for mother's day we didn't schedule any interviews this weekend and apple was like it's weird not having anything like scheduled and no interviews to do without the equipment yeah you guys you guys are here with us and it's cool man and that brings me to patreon um so you know we're doing this together guys this is this is our way of creating community and family and it's working like the show is growing and there's more of you out there and we feel you here in the house man like you are a presence here and it's amazing yeah with these people you guys your artwork is incredible yeah and the feedback that we get and all that so you know because you're a part of that that is how you can support what we're doing we we appreciate the feedback and the love and the comments and all of that but you know to take it a step further is doing the patreon thing and going to patreon.com forward slash no simple road we live for better or worse in this capitalist whatever thing and money is a thing and it takes money to do the show and so if you go over there and pledge you know you can get stuff like we'll shout you out on the show or we'll send you a shirt or we'll send you an autographed picture and you can even um i don't know there's different stuff up there and take a look and by the way, family, we needed to give a special shout out to one of our longtime supporters and listeners, Laura on Patreon. Oh, Laura. Calico Calix. <sighs> she sent me a thing this morning, Mel, said if she hasn't already with you, to wish you a happy Mother's oh, Day. Happy Mother's Day, Laura. Happy, happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Mother's Laura. Day. Yeah. And man. thanks for the support. Yeah, Laura. Thanks, And, and man. the beautiful pictures and stuff you've been posting on Instagram lately. I can see that you're on your little journey and it's awesome. And uh, peace to you on your travels. Speaking, we all love you. Yeah. Speaking of travels, 
Eugene Dead shows are coming, everybody. Yes, Eugene Dead. So listen, guys, here's the deal. If you're going to be at the Eugene shows, you can win an appearance on No Simple Road. <laughs> the way you do that is by sending your submissions. It'll be more than an appearance. Is by sending your submissions into nosimpleroad at gmail.com or calling the voicemail number and I don't have it memorized and I'm not going to try and destroy it right now. You do every time. Go over to the Instagram. It's on. It's, it's a 49er7. It's on the Instagram, man. It's a fucking thing. Whatever. But yeah, you send your story into there and we will pick a story and if you're going to be at the show, we'll let you know that we picked your story and you can come by the lot and we'll interview you and say hi and give you a hug. It's going to be fun. It's and we appreciate and love it. We've gotten several more. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we've cool. gotten a bunch of them. We have. There's one that we got this past week. I just I, feel like everybody's. Um, sorry, I, I keep interrupting you. For that's no what we reason. do. There's that's what we do. There's one that we got this week that I really want to play, but it's so long. I can't. I can't do it. It'll take up like 15 minutes of the show. Oh, is that but, the three parter? Yeah, that's the three parter. Okay. Just know, you know who you are out there, and we love you, man. Thank you so much for that. It was really beautiful what you said and what you did, and I appreciate it. And it made Mel tear up, and it was really <laughs> cool, and we appreciate it. And not to mention, this last week we interviewed uh, Children of Indigo, mm, and oh my gosh. they fucking blew us up blessed us with this badass song that oh, the coolest thing and video i have yeah. ever seen that was so rad you guys i'm gonna post I have a, it on it my was phone like within now. days yeah of the it was like three days later i'm gonna post uh, a link to it in the show notes and on the website and you guys are gonna make me do that i say that shit all the time and then i forget but i'm really gonna do that with mm. this and i'm gonna let you listen to it right now that shit out is that badass or what thanks you guys that was really fucking cool and i can't wait for your interview to come out so one more thing i wanted to shout out to you know the instagram community around the grateful dead is one of my favorite things that has come out of this show like the support that we get there and the community and the vibe and just the way everybody is with each other is fucking rad and i got a dm the other day from shop tour bus 
And they were like, hey, we, we listened to the show and we want to send you guys some stuff, blah, blah, blah. And I, I went over to their site and this is the coolest. It is. It, this is awesome. It's the coolest thing. Like, they're killing it, man. So they make T-shirts and they do designs and, and, and their their designs are different than anything that I've seen. They're not like the same old, same old kind of like online ceramics, but different. They're doing their thing and it's badass. But what really struck me about them was the attention to detail that these guys do. So like when you order a shirt from them, not only do you get the shirt, but you get a sticker, you get a bootleg tape, you get a pencil to spool the tape with, and each box is individually designed. Oh, I think It is so cool, man. And they're not sponsoring the show. I'm not doing this because they're going to send us shit. Like I really thought like that is one of the coolest ideas I've seen in a long time. And the attention that they put into it and the creativity and the thoughtfulness and Mm -hmm. just all of it. It was really cool. So if you haven't checked out shop tour bus on Instagram, check them out. Fucking rad. And they even send candy. I mean, come on. Yeah. All kinds of who doesn't want to get candy when they order a shirt. That's just what's it called again? Shop. shop tour bus yeah you checking it out now yeah i am i have i didn't i, I hadn't heard about this yet I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay i'm excited so i already talked about patreon but i wanted to say one last thing about that so i know that there's a lot of podcasts out there i know that there's a lot of things out there that vie for your attention and your monetary attention we all you know like I guarantee most of us pay for Netflix and, you know, your Amazon Prime membership and this, that, the other thing. And you get nickel and dime to death out there. But if you're listening to the show every week and you're part of this community, that's the way that we are doing this thing. That's the way that we work together. That's that's inclusion. And not that if you're not doing that, you're not included, but that's a way for you to give back to us who are giving the show to you every week. Be included week. more. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, it, it's strange to ask people for money in a weird way, but it's not on on another level because we're family and that's what family does. Family takes care of each other. Family supports each other and it's Mother's Day, you know? So that's why I brought it up again, just because it's on my mind and it's just the way for you as a listener to interact with the show beyond just listening in your car or at work on your headphones or whatever so yeah patreon.com forward slash no simple road i'll stop now i'll quit it i'll stop patreon.com forward slash no simple road okay thanks Ryder. you're welcome so (laughs) brother hawk guys jb nick are a couple amazing human beings there's a wealth of their music out there and you can download it anywhere where you download music. There'll be links to all their stuff in the show notes and on the website. If, like I said, if this is your first time hearing them or checking them out, you're going to be pleasantly surprised, man. These guys are badasses. And do yourself a little favor and head over to YouTube. Yes. And search them. Watch I mean, watch them play. Stuff. Watch them live. Oh my gosh, it's, his neck and his head. That when we were just listening back to the interview, I we talked about that. I love watching this guy play guitar. Yeah. It's it's a blast. And we had a good time talking to him here, so I will stop talking. 
we're gonna enjoy the rest of Mother's Day. I was just gonna say too, when you when you guys hear this, Brother Hawk, when you guys hear this, you're another one that we'll probably want to have on again in the future with the whole band. Oh yeah, just so you know that you're yep. welcome on our patio anytime. Yeah, and come to Portland, man. Come yeah. play up here so we can have dinner. That'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, come stay at the Chaplet House. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, Ryder, Apple, Mel, myself, and Darwin. Without further ado, present JB and Nick from Brother Hawk. What are you loading, baby? Candyland. Candyland? Yeah. That's a child's game. That's not a strain of marijuana. Well, Apple, we'll see about that. tell us all about Candyland while I call Can- Brother Hawk. Oh, man. Okay, I wasn't prepared. It's a sativa. Yes, it is a sativa dominant. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me Keep more. Keep it going. Tell me more. Candidate. It no. is a child's game. 23% oh. THC. <clears throat> zero CBD. This is from Happy Cabbage Farms out in... Uh, Beautiful it, Oregon. Yeah, here. In Oregon. Happy Cabbage has some really amazing, amazing strains. And uh, it is a gold medalist of the 2012 Kushcon, a sativa dominant hybrid bred from Granddaddy Purple and Bay Platinum Cookies. Strain grows well. Patients turn to Candyland when trying to moderate pain, muscle tension, and sour moods. How about that? Sour moods suck. Yep. I hate when sour moods happen. Uplifting, stimulating effects make it a perfect strain for social gatherings or creative pastimes. All right. Well, here we go, guys. Let's give this a... It's so funny. Every single time we start to do something, there's some random ambient thing that goes down. That's what happens when we film out our... I keep saying film, and I guess maybe that's a Freudian slip, but... No, it's a, you're speaking into the future. All right. Well, every time we do any kind of recording, it's part of being outside. Hey. Hey, what's up? Wow, that sounds awesome. Yeah, crystal Perfect. clear. Hell yeah. All right, all oh, you yeah. guys. So, good afternoon, everybody. How's it going? Pretty good. So, this is Aaron. This is Apple. And Melanie Apple? here. Yeah, Apple. <laughs> yeah, it's my last name. It, yeah. It's a good one. So who do, we, who do we got on the other end over there? JB and Nick. Oh, right on. So, what, uh, what was the other name besides Apple? I didn't catch it because I was still talking about Apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm Melanie. Melanie, hi. Hey. What's up? What is... So, guys... Thanks for coming on the show, man. Like, super honored and grateful that you came on. We appreciate it. We appreciate you having us. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, So the way that this came about, I guess, we'll start with that, is like um, our producer is a huge fan of your guys's and turned me and Apple and Mel on to you. And since then, we've been listening. And I was like, dude, we got to get them on the show. Like, just before we even start, thanks for what you do, guys. You guys are giving it all, and it shows in what you do, big time. 
Hey, thanks for noticing, man. We really appreciate that for real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I think it's you, JB, that like rocks your head back and forth, like intense. <laughs> like, you're almost like you're trying oh. to give yourself like a brain <laughs> hemorrhage or something. But it's so rad to watch, man. Like, thank you man. for the energy that you're pouring in. No, I've been doing that since I was a little baby. Like, oh. for real, I can't help. It. I used to beat my head on the floor when I was a little baby. So you just have the rock inside in the veins, yeah. huh? What I was wait, la- wait to get out. La- last night I was showing them because I, I would love you, you guys are hard to find a lot on on the internet, but like you say on YouTube, YouTube is a great way to reach people. I'm watching your videos. Last night, what was May last year? Uh, you guys, you guys were playing. I had it pulled up here. Way to go, Apple. <laughs> it, was, it was no time to rust. And you guys were on stage and just killing it with the, with the head banging and everything. Dude, you, you, you guys oh, walked go. out on yeah, the stage. Yeah, no room to rust. Took the and stage it was and just killed it. at House of Blues <laughs> in Myrtle Beach last May. And that yeah. video, man, I mean, you guys shows you walking on stage and you just come out and you slay it. Just well, from they, the beginning, and Alan on keyboard. I mean, you guys were banging your head so hard it like hurt my neck. I was like, "Holy oh, Nick's, crap!" Nick's on, Nick, you're on the keys, right? That's correct. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, Nick. <laughs> Alan is on drums, but he bangs his head too. <laughs> so it's all, it's for the whole group, huh? You know, you know, it's you know, it's talking about the whole head banging thing, like in the in the whole psychedelic rock, like jam band, whatever scene, like sometimes you'll go to a show and it seems like the band is like giving everybody a chance to get comfortable and find their space or whatever. And I, I fucking appreciate when a band will come out and just kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to our space. (laughs) Good space. So how did, how did this whole like thing manifest, man? Like how long have you guys been at it? Uh, well, it, it's, it's strange. I, like, Nick and I met in like, kindergarten or first grade or something like that. Oh, um, <laughs> and it was because we were the only two kids at our elementary school who like gave a shit about who Nirvana was <laughs> like, no, no one wow. else like that was seven, like, like, you know, knew like <laughs> wow. their band was or something. You know what I mean? We were just yeah. like into it like that from, from jump street. And so we became really good friends and actually bought I got a guitar for Christmas so we could start our first band together. Oh. How, how old were you? We were not nine, eight or nine. Yes. What was the guitar? What kind of guitar was it? And did you name it? It was a PG Predator. And no, I did not name it. <laughs> All right. Well, what's her name now? I, I don't name uh, inanimate object most of the time. I'm just, that's not something I do. That's awesome. I do it all the time. <laughs> so, like, from such a young age, man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's, well, it, was, uh, it was really cool. I, don't, I guess we were just really lucky to have each other. I, I hadn't thought too deep about it um, until just now. But that's, like, I guess that is really cool that, you know, I guess we could have been doing it alone in our bedrooms. But instead, we got to hang out with each other. And Well, yeah, and I mean, it could have been and, fucking Dungeons and Dragons or... Magic <laughs> gathering cards or and well, a million would, other would, things. Dude, let's not get it twisted. You know, I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely playing magic also, but, um, <laughs> but no, you know, and then, um, we kind of went different ways. Like, uh, Nick got very serious into like classically trained piano type things. Yeah. 
and I like started being in hardcore bands and stuff like when, when I was a teenager. Mm. Um, so we, but we came back together, I guess, was that like eight years ago now? Yeah. I've been begging Nick to come play because he's like the most talented person I've ever met in my whole life. And uh, James and I, our bass player, had been like trying to start a band. He played in, in like some of the hardcore bands with me that I was in. And we just wanted to do something, you know, that's not what either of us like were really into. You know, we were just doing it, you know, um, having a good time kind of. But I wanted to do something like I didn't even know like that what we do existed yet. But this, you know, something like that, that was just really more us. And I've been telling him about Nick. I was like, this dude, Nick is the shit. He's like incredible. We got to get him to play keyboards. And Nick was like, I don't even fucking like play the keyboard in a band. Like I play the piano. <laughs> You do now, fucker. Yeah, exactly. I just bothered the shit out of him for like two years, and then finally um, we started getting together. And as soon as we did, it just clicked, and we started writing. and And it took us a while to kind of figure it out, like you know what what it was going to be like, because we didn't really necessarily have. That's been the whole time we don't like set out to do something particular. We just like what what have we got in us that is going to to come out? And it took a while to figure it out, but once we did, it kind of the ball's been rolling ever since, I guess. So Nick, why were you saying no for those two years? What was going on with you? Uh, I was in school. I was busy. I was married or getting married, and it was just it didn't you know. Yeah, was it right time? I mean, I, I wanted to. I wanted to because I missed JB. I had, like was like, yeah, I want to see you, but it was just we couldn't nail down a time to meet. And when it eventually fucking when I was like, okay, goddamn it, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> He came over to my house and like, it was like we had never stopped playing together. It was, yeah. it was, it was just, That's true friendship. Wow. wow. Well, that, that comes through in your guys' music. It's an obvious connection there. Now to hear how far back that goes, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Nick, I got, I got a question for you, man. Like Apple was telling me, like, he's kind of like our research guy on the show. Like he digs in and finds all the dirt and information <laughs> about the bands and you, man, you're classically trained, right? Yeah. So can you explain something to me, man, that I've always wondered and never understood? Maybe you can enlighten me like conducting. Uh-huh. What's what's the deal with the conductor? Like what's his his role? Um, his role is actually takes place mostly in rehearsal, his or her role um, in like because, you know, if you're a solo instrumentalist, your interpretation is what people hear. But for an orchestra, the orchestra's interpretation comes from the conductor. Okay, so like right. when you're rehearsing, the conductors who they're the one who's like telling people how to play certain things. And when it comes to performance, like at a concert, they're really there to like cue people and ha- like help them feel comfortable and give them the cues for how that interpretation should be done. Right. But it's it's not really like they're not keeping time or anything really like that. They're just they're there for interpretation. Wow. Because a group of like eighty people or whatever, you know, they're all gonna they would all play it differently, you know. Yeah. From so is it safe to say that like a different conductor in front of the same orchestra, the, that orchestra could possibly sound completely different? Absolutely. Wow. It's kind of like the sound mixer. It seems like yeah, like, he's the mixing board. Which is cool because then that means that there's po- there can't possibly be a right or wrong way to play something. I mean, there's definitely like maybe a misnote or something, but not yeah, wrong yeah. interpretation. Yeah. He's the, he's the yeah, exactly. He's the producer. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you do you fill that 
that role in Brotherhawk, or is it more collaborative with all of you guys? It's more collaborative with all of us. We all um, we jam on things. We know what we like right away, or what, what doesn't work, or we you know. And if when we like something, when we all like something, that's you know, we all know it's going to work. But yeah, um, that's like the only time we really move forward with anything. Yeah, like if it, if it's not working, we kind of leave it alone. You know, we don't. We're not big on forcing things. Like if we can, fe- if we feel like it's gonna work, but we're not getting it, like we'll kind of grind at it. But like, if we start hitting a wall, we just we move on. You know, like it's all about what's natural for us to play together. And if it's like not working in a natural way, like you know, we feel like we don't have any business playing it. Like we just move on and find out what we're gonna do the best. Yeah, yeah. I mean, JB, has there been like watching you play? you're letting it all out man like it's obvious that whatever's inside of you is coming out and there ain't shit left on the inside like is there is is there a point that you can remember where you felt like finally it's all happening it's coming out or is it has it been like a progression for you you mean just like as far as like performances go yeah yeah like the way it feels when you play like having that come out it it constantly gets better and easier and more satisfying for sure but i feel like i've always as long as i'm enjoying it you know anytime it's something that i i I, you know I, i can't do that if i'm just like playing something random or for somebody else or in a different band or something like that you know if that makes any somebody else's constraints or something on right exactly it's not I don't know. It's just not like that. But anytime, I guess, as long as I've been trying to do this, that like I've been, it's something I really care about. It's just always been like that. I just, it's, it's always kind of been the point for me. Yeah. Uh, if that makes sense, like I, I struggle, like this is going to sound crazy, but like to, I didn't realize it as a child, but you know, looking back now, I think I really struggled with like some anger issues when I was really young. Um, maybe like some overflow type of things where like I was just highly emotional and like couldn't figure yeah. out how to it. I really like genuinely feel like music kind of like saved my life in a way that like I don't know like what kind of person I would be if I didn't have that outlet, you know? Was that Nirvana uh, for you? Uh-huh. I wouldn't even say that. Uh, I honestly, because I always listened to it, I, I, I mean, when I say music, I mean playing it. Okay. Because I do okay. enjoy music. I do enjoy music, but I don't, and it's very comforting to me, but it's not the same release as playing it. Wow. Makes yeah. Sense. That, that so really does like make really, sense. It's a really, really necessary part of my life. It's so strange, man. Like, just last night, I, I, I play guitar no, nowhere near where you guys are at, but I play, and it's been like this love-hate relationship I have with the instrument, and doing it and for me it's it's been this like i always have felt like i can't get it out it just doesn't come out the way it feels and to watch somebody else do it there's there's this magic that happens and man i I don't know i just wish like there was a way to explain it so that other people could get it but i guess in a way that's what music is in its whole right like you're feeling as a band is coming out there and you guys are laying it out there for everybody else to experience. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I, so your guys's lineup has changed quite a bit, right? Just the drummer. 
Uh, it's it's been uh, Nick and James and I the whole time, but we've changed drummers quite a bit. All right. So, what's the deal with that? What what's the the deal with the drummer role? <laughs> Great question. What is the deal with drummers in general? I think you could ask anybody in a band that question, and they would still not know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got to love them drummers. <laughs> you know, the first guy on our first EP was just a guy that James worked with, and like didn't even really want to be in our band, and just didn't have anything else to do, like and just wanted to like go play some drums. You know, it was just like it's been a struggle for whatever reason. I guess also because like. I, I don't know. Part of it has something to do with how we don't really play a specific kind of music. You know, I don't know what like it's, you yeah. would think. Especially early on, we had no clue what like it was. So like, someone we would just be like, you know, looking for someone like, do you want to be in a band at all? <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Drums for us. You know, we went through a bunch. Um, it's gotten easier as like we've kind of like at least in Atlanta established at least what we do, you know, like, you know, if you know, you still might not be able to say like what kind of band we are, but like, if you know what brother Hawk is in Atlanta, then like you, you have an idea of what we do, you know, that's made it easier, but just, well, you know, it's just life stuff. Like the last two guys just kind of champ and JC, they both like settled down and got married and like got square jobs and are really happy and it's good for them. But I guess the fact that they were going to do that at some point anyway, made it like, clear that they weren't ever really on the same page as us you know because wow. that's yeah. not and that's the difference with alan is like alan moved from mississippi to atlanta to be in our band he used to drive from mississippi to atlanta to practice before he moved because he's just like us he wants to be in a fucking band he doesn't want to do or give a shit about anything else you know yeah and, that, and it, he's you, awesome he reminds me of animal from the muppets yeah he's awesome and that it to, i feel like to be a dedicated band on the level we're at. And I mean that by like the very low level that we're at, you have to absolutely want to do it more than you want to do anything else or you wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You decide to make it your life and that's it. And it's not even a decision. It would have happened regardless. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's, it's, it, exactly. It's never been a decision for me. What a you great know? thing to have with four people. Well, like, and how, I, oh, how strong. And I was just going to say in a fifth person, is that, is that your dad that plays harmonica, JB? Uh, yeah, that is. He actually uh, passed away last year. Oh, um, condolences. Yeah. Thank you. Um, he's on the new record, though, that's about to come out. That, oh, wow. That's special. Pops yeah. lives on. Yeah, that's fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. it is. It was, the, it was literally the last thing that he did. He died like a few minutes after he recorded his harmonica books. Wow, dude. Okay, he just got yeah, chills. Apple's like, hair standing up on his arms, dude. <laughs> wow, that's special, man. I can't wait to hear that. Okay, for, um, I, I, I'm not a dad. I'm a mom. <laughs> Thank God you're not a dad. <laughs> but what I mean by that is, like, I can imagine how, like, triumphant it w- must have been for him to for that to be the last thing that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Can you, like, sure. seriously, I don't know if you're a dad or not, but, like, imagine just being able to do something so amazing for your legacy as that. Yeah. Something so permanent. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's coming yeah. out after he's gone. Yeah. That's in. What? Keeps it alive. <laughs> That's yeah. magical That's... music if I've ever heard it. Without a doubt. Yeah. And that's you touch on that whole magic thing. Like. There's there's something special being a music fan. And I mean, 
Dude, I I got turned on to the Grateful Dead at the age of 18, and ever since, it's just been this ongoing circus of music in my life, and it's meant everything to me. It Absolutely. defines who I am, kind of like you guys, and the same thing. And just watching what you guys have, when you can catch a band, like you said, there's no, you can't put Brother Hawk in in a category. I wouldn't say you're Southern rock. I wouldn't say you're a blues band or a jam band or any of that. You're all of I, it. And then something different. And like, I've had a couple people ask me about you guys, like who you are. I say, it's brother Hawk. It's you got to just <laughs> check it out and listen to it. Like it is what it is. But when you find that, that thing that you guys obviously have, like, is there a conversation that happens between the four of you at some point where you're like, okay, fuck it, man. Everything else can go take a hike. We're doing this. This is it. We're all in. Yeah. I mean, we had to have that conversation with Alan for him to like even be in the band because we were already at that point and just kind of like frustrated with not having someone who that was their mindset, you know? Yeah. Um, That was like really the whole reason Alan got in the band because he was like, I want to do this. I am ready to do this. I am, I am, I have been up until Alan, we were finding people to like that were willing to be in the position we wanted them to be in for a little while. And Alan was the only person that was ever actively seeking, like he's like begging for someone to put him in that position, you know? Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, we, we had had that conversation prior to that a bunch of times when we finally, like I said, that, that was the what put him in the band was like his dedication. You know, we knew it would fall into place because of that, you know. Yeah. And it, it's it's kind of weird too. like seeing it from the outside. You had this drummer lineup change going on over and over again. And then you finally find the guy that's like ready to say fuck it and give all he has to it. And then you guys start gaining notoriety soon after. You know, and what's what's that like? What's that look like for you guys? Like, I mean, obviously you play as much as possible, but like, are you constantly writing? Are you coming up with a new album? Like what's going on internally with you guys right now? (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That was good. A nice nice pause. (laughs) We don't ever, you know. It, it, it's constant, you know, it's not, it, I, I consider it to be what I do. Like there's other things that I have to do, you know, like in between, but it, it is constant. I'm constantly either it, at, at the very least just playing my guitar or like working on a song or sending an email to someone or like, you know, just, it, it, it's never, we do it all ourselves. So everyone is always like, it's always the focal point of, of whatever we're doing, whatever else that I do aside from that is to support the fact that I'm trying to do that. Wow. And I feel like it's probably true of everybody, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that makes me think about myself and yeah. this podcast and, yeah. So your oh. life is pretty um, badass in the fact that, <laughs> you're, well, not just the music part. That's actually the that's the cherry on top. What I'm I'm thinking is just to have the passion that's driving you, and it's a no matter what thing. And like you're putting I out. I feel very lucky for that. Right? I'm extremely lucky to know. You know, I, I feel 
I feel really bad for people who don't know at all or don't know as much as I do. Like I just, I fucking know, so, you know, this is not yeah. a question. So on that note, is there any, like, is there any kind of one of the songs or that's like more special than another? Like something that like, where you just got like your, your aha, like this is it. Like what, what are that? What's that song for you, Nick? And what's that song for you, JB? If there is one. Are you talking about like the aha moment when we knew that this was going to be it or, or, well, like, or just your, your favorite? Yeah, yeah. Like you're maybe just like a baby to you, like something that you really got out, uh, you know, or something that like was just such a good jive between you guys that you're like especially proud of. Well, for me, I think more recently, every time we play, um, we have this new song that will be on the new album called The Black Dog which is the song that uh, JB's dad put harmonica on. Mm. Um, when we play that live, um, I always hear his harmonica part yeah. in, in my heart. Like, even though it's not there, it's wow. in there. And at the end of that song, I mean, we just, we don't really have a, another song that goes as hard as that one does at the Aww. end. And it's, I, I, I don't know. I, that's like the, that's it. That's, yeah. For me, playing that that song and that hitting that climax at the end, um, it, it that that it's the shit, and it's like <laughs> the coolest thing I've ever done. And um, I, you know, I, I've nearly fallen backwards on the stage playing that. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's I got to see the YouTube video of that, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I, with the what about you, JB? I, you know, as far as like. As as a performance goes, I, I would completely agree with Nick that that's like, you know, it's just, it's the harmonica part is over this like really soft kind of. We the harmonica part plays back and forth with like a, a, a um, like a quieter lead part that I have, so like it's me and my dad like kind of like call and response like harmonica and guitar, and obviously like I hear it every time I play it, you know, right, like yeah. Uh, but then it goes into this fucking just totally insane, like the heaviest thing we've ever done, the intense thing where we're all just like losing our shit. And it's like just so, I don't know, I, I, like I said, just, you know, Nick really explained it well, but I, I would agree with him on that level. But on another level, I guess as far as like a, an accomplishment, I feel like the Clear Lake, the, the title track of the record that is about to come out, that is one that like, it's in a weird tuning, which is the first time we've ever like accomplished that. I've always played around with those things, but never like got anything done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just like something I've been working on for like a really long time. Like just some form of that song has been working maybe even before brother Hawk, you know, like that's wow. how long I'm playing with this tuning and these chords and it never came together. And that was the first song we wrote with Alan. Oh, is that right? That's the first song we wrote with Alan, I'm wow. pretty sure. Okay. And it's like, I feel like it's the best song we've ever written. Like, without a doubt. It's just, I don't know. I just, I feel a real sense of accomplishment in like, some of the other songs of the record that I, I, I love all of our songs. They wouldn't be our songs if I didn't, yeah. you know? Um, but that one really sticks out to me as like, when we put out, let's say when Big Medicine came out, a lot of the other songs on the record, with the exception of maybe a few, I can envision that type of song being on our next record. Right. And I can't say that about the Clear Lake. That song just mm. it, like really stands apart for me in like uh, 
surprised ourselves kind of way. Like, holy shit, like we can do this, you know? So that happens and that's a thing that happens. I, I didn't, I never knew that. Like when, as a musician, you have those moments where you're like, holy fuck, that was me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, that's wow. definitely that moment, you know? With wow. That yeah. I mean, I guess that's what it's all about. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. I, that's, it's, it is so unbelievably satisfying. Mm. And I've listened to that track a couple of times and I hear that and I hear that in all your guys' stuff. You guys make me, you guys are emotional and you make me emotional. <laughs> I was sitting here listening to you guys last night. The way Aaron said the same thing, the way you guys go from jamming so hard to all of a sudden you just set it down like a lullaby and then go into <laughs> yeah. it's amazing the way you guys do that a lot of bands try that but aren't as successful you guys do it well and last night i had a few beers and was listening <laughs> to you guys all evening and when i saw on youtube or just recently you covered one of my favorite songs in the world nutshell uh, yeah. that blew my mind i was out here with tears sitting here oh, listening man. to that and was like wow this is great so that that grunge music has a place with you guys obviously yeah Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it brought Nick and I together, you know? That's that's awesome. I mean, well, for us, yeah. <laughs> How old are you guys? 32. Okay, so a little bit younger than us. But that, that music, when it was out, was like, man, it, Jerry Garcia had died and, and all the deadheads were off tour and there was nothing going on. And it was like this explosion that happened of of soul and realness that poured out into the world. And of course, like everything else that's wonderful and beautiful, it gets grabbed and commercialized and you know, sure. whatever. But the, it, to this day, like that's a part of my life that I look back on. I'm grateful for that shit, man. And then to see guys like you that are carrying it forward and changing it, morphing it into something else. It's really cool, man. Like when those inspirations happen, it's a, it's magic. So like for you guys, I don't know if this is kind of a cheesy question, but I'm curious, like for you, JB, like what are you listening to right now? That's got you like excited. I tell you what's got me really excited that I literally cannot stop listening to is, uh, this band hop along from Philadelphia. Okay. Um, and it's like, I guess it's like, I don't even know what kind of music it is to me. It's, there's a, it's a chick singer and she has this like unbelievable voice, but not, not in the way that you would think, you know, it's not like some like soulful, powerful voice or something. It's this really strange, crackly kind of intentionally weird, almost, I don't want to say intentionally because that makes it seem contrived because I definitely don't feel like that, but she just had this incredible voice and it's like, to me, I, like I said, I was in hardcore bands like when I was a teenager, so that's like late '90s, early 2000s, yeah. and I was like super into a lot of emo bands, like big time. Like Mineral is one of my favorite bands of all time. I don't even know if you guys know who that is. Oh, I never heard of them. <laughs> they're they're just completely incredible, okay. um, and I feel like that's a lot of where maybe like I don't know, like the emotiveness, like that stuff, like that music was always so like. Uh, uh, the good stuff of it, obviously, like you said, the commercialized like crap, like really gets out there. But like, it's very like it's like meant to like evoke something. You know, it's like yeah. it's like, 
picking at you like on purpose. And to me, there's just like the modern version of that, but just like in this totally new way that I've never heard. And the music is incredible and there's grooves and her brother is the drummer and he's incredible. The, the record's called Bark Your Head Off, Dog. And it reminds me of Mineral in the same way where her lyrics are like, um, they're very, it's just like one long story and she just sings it. It's not like someone where like, you know, you like write a verse and like, okay, this is the chorus. She's just like, it seems like she just wrote like a literal fucking account of something that happened to her down on a piece of paper and sung it over a song. Oh. Which sounds weird, but it's but just it really fucking cool. They're just really good at it. And I just can't stop listening to that. It's so, so good. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Um, well, we've been jamming that in the van together. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I really haven't been able to get off the last uh, War on Drugs record. Yeah, yeah um, they're pretty. Yeah, amazing. they're pretty amazing. Um, other than that, that record. I'll just chime in on that. That record is incredible. completely, completely next level. I feel like it's like a peerless record. To be honest, like wow. it's very, very fucking good. I don't know about anything I've ever heard be that good especially anything new I, most of the stuff that I like is that I really really cherish is is older shit you know like Neil Young records and stuff like that um, but that is one that's like I feel like for lack of a better term it, it's like a modern classic to like me timeless. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely fucking I just uh, keep finding myself going back to it over and over again can't, yeah. can't stop <laughs> it's so, so good so I mean you guys have this these roots that these inspirations that you listen to and stuff. And, you know, you got to understand that you guys are that for people out there now. Like that's part of what being a musician is, is you become that inspiration for people as, as your popularity is growing and, and things are gaining steam. Are you noticing a difference in the way the crowds are responding to you at shows? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that's hard for me to wrap my head around, like what you just said. Yeah. Like, same. You said that. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, that's so crazy. true. It's so crazy. But I feel like I see that and it's just as crazy to me when I see it, you know, when someone like is like surprised that they're getting to talk to me, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, Yo, what the fuck, man, I'm just standing here, you know, like, yeah, you, you talk to me just like anybody else, you know, but <laughs> I, I guess I, on a level, I understand that it's it's not like that, but it's just like, uh, you know, that's really hard to use. I feel like, you know, you hear pe- like actually famous people talk about that kind of thing all the time, where it's like really maybe impossible to get used to sometimes, you know, like you just don't, it's hard to wrap your head around. It, it's like. weird, man. I mean, even... You're cool, JB, man. I mean, both of you guys. <laughs> I, like, yeah. I just love that response. Like, you, I really feel your emotion and it's freaking heavy and cool yeah like you have a certain way that you're carrying yourself that is very electrifying yeah and what you know it's funny too like doing this show our thing is like we're just hanging out on the fucking porch getting high and drinking (laughs) coffee and talking to people like right it's not crazy and but sometimes you'll we'll do an interview and it it's I don't know, not not forced, but it's hard. Like you have to, I'm thinking while I'm 
in the conversation, like talking to you guys, just like, well, we're just fucking hanging out on the porch together talking. Man. It's <laughs> a big deal, you know? And, uh, but I know what you're talking about with that recognition thing. Like even just sitting here doing what we do, like we've had people come up to us and be like, you guys are from No Simple Road. What? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what? What's that Melanie, deal, man? Melanie's even, I remember that one time, Melanie's like, how do they know us? Yeah. We have a show, remember? Yeah, it's a thing. Like we, we did that. I, I work, I work in a bar and um, people will come in sometimes and like order drinks and sit at the bar and, and be there for a while. And then like maybe like an hour later out of nowhere, they'll be like, man, so when are y'all playing again? And in my head, I'm like, who? You know me? Like, you know who the fuck I am? You know, it's like, so it's really weird for me still. Like, I just don't, I'm just never expecting it. I don't think. It's, yeah, but you know, it's cool, man. Like that's fun. That yeah, it's fun. For, yeah, it is and fun. that makes it real. There's not any yeah, like big ego there's involved. There's nothing to that's... think about. You just go work in the bar and be rad, and then on the weekends you freaking kick ass with your friends. People <laughs> dig it, and then we want to talk about it, and we laugh about it later. Yeah, absolutely. And then pretty soon you're at the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame signing cards <laughs> for people. I, you sound like my mom now. Oh yeah. yeah, man. How's your family taking it? They must be noticing what's happening. Uh, oh, mama, no. My, my mom is is uh, our absolute biggest fan in the entire world, rival only by Nick's dad. <laughs> I still think she wins. She is, you know, I mean, my dad was in the band. You know, she's yeah. just like an absolute, and she's just, all, that's part of like why, you know, I know what I want to do because like the second that I said it, she was just like, fuck yeah, you want to be a musician? What can I get you? What can I what? possibly do? You know, like, they, they could not have been more, like, supportive, like, in every single possible way. Well, I like, ask. I never, like, had, I never did, you know, I had, like, when I was in fourth grade, I had, like, the gear to go play a show with, like, a real band somewhere, you know, because they were just, like, we, they saw it in me and were, like, let, let us give you whatever we can, like, as far as just like wow. support or just like stuff or, you know, just whatever. They just like have always been completely a thousand percent in on me doing this. So that, mom I've, is the wind beneath brother Hawk's wings. <laughs> <laughs> I got the title of the record from her. Even that's something she said to me. Um, I, uh, we were having a meeting with like this management group that we ended up not doing anything with because we've never done anything like that <laughs> but I was really kind of worked up and nervous about it because like I didn't know what to do and I just like wasn't sure how to navigate it and she just like grabbed me and she was like it's all good you're gonna see exactly what to do you're the clear lake you can see it all and I was just oh, like wow. holy shit and that like just became like a bigger concept from there but just like she dropped that on me and it, it stuck hard so wow wow I was gonna add with the mom. I saw a little on one of the like couple articles I found on you guys. You mentioned one of your first gigs was playing at your where your mom worked at a retirement community. <laughs> where, where did you find that? I, oh, I, 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 I did. He's <laughs> magic, dude. It's I told you he's crazy with that shit. Yeah, well, that was you know when we were in third or fourth grade and doing that band that we started. You know, that's what she she was the entertainment director for a retirement center. Whoa. And so she directed <laughs> us to come be the entertainment one week. You know, we came in and like played. I don't even know what I we know. played. I can't. It was probably excruciating, but these old people <laughs> really enjoyed themselves, and it was cool. But that was like the first. That was probably the first time we ever played in front of somebody that wasn't like 
you know, sitting in Nick's garage or whatever. Wow, that's awesome. That must yeah. be so cute for her to see her little third or fourth grade, you know, like rocking out with his best friend at her job. She was kind of like How your cute. first manager, too, booking you. And Yeah. I don't have a picture of the first time, but I have a picture from the second time that we did it. And it's my brother and Nick and his brother. They're sitting on the wall because it was just we played a bunch of stuff. But it was me playing guitar and my dad playing harmonica. And then Nick and his brother and my brother are sitting on the wall. Um, And that was from like 1994 or something like that or five or whatever. I hope that's up in somebody's house prominently. <laughs> Over the mantle by the fire. It's on, it's on my Instagram also. Though, so oh, it's up. okay. Okay, you know we're going we're gonna to troll that shit. <laughs> so when, when you're writing, like, lyrically, you guys are hitting it. Like, you find that spot, at least for me, like... There's a there's a certain thing that lyrics do. Some people attach to the to the lyrics, and some people attach to the music. Some people attach to both. I when I hear a band for the first time, I'm always paying attention to what's going on lyrically, and like yeah. when you're writing, are you do you have the concept of what you're going to write about for that particular song in mind at first, or is it something that just kind of comes out natural? Um, it's kind of both. You know it. it I, I never, I maybe written lyrics for two songs ever before we started this band. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to be the singer for this band. Like I didn't consider myself someone who was like good at writing lyrics or all that great at singing or, you know, like I really had to like force myself to do it. And when it finally started, like I, I got a lot more comfortable really quickly. Um, yeah, we were looking for a singer when we started this band. Yeah, we were. Oh, wow. Because I just, I've always just been like a guitar dude. You know, I just want to play the guitar, you right. know? I, I like to sing and like, I would like sing like when I would just like play acoustic, like sing country songs or whatever, you know, like in my house. But just like, as far as the band was concerned, it just wasn't, some, I, I'm just being completely honest, it wasn't con- something I considered myself to be capable of. Um, when did that so, change for you? It, it honestly changed like pretty much as soon as I started actually doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I can do that. Doing it, I was like, oh okay, well I don't like completely suck at this, like, and I'm sure I'll get better, and and I guess I did. But it's really cool to hear you say that because like that for I don't want to say they're an afterthought, you know, but like with the exception of maybe one or two songs, like the song is complete before any lyrics enter the picture. Mm. Oh wow. So, uh, yeah, and sometimes during rehearsal, you'll be singing like nonsense or just. I whatever. always sing, I sing nonsense to come up with vocal patterns, and sometimes the nonsense works will, its way. It will, like, will be the words I end up using in a weird way. Like, wow. I'll be singing just like random words, and I'll be like, oh, that line is like this, and I'll just kind of write from there, you know? And then, but sometimes I'll be like feeling a certain type of way or thinking about something particular or get inspired and like start writing lyrics. I think like maybe the one time I ever wrote lyrics before the music was half empty. Uh Um, and to me that almost kind of shows because I feel like it's like an extremely simple song, like as far as like the music goes, but I just, those lyrics and then like made the chords fit to like the kind of lyrical pattern that I had written. So it's always like music first. Is it, if it's music first, like, are you, constantly like 
recording licks that you come up with or is it like just jamming and then you're like oh shit that's cool i'm gonna keep using that and keep going or yeah it's a lot like that yeah we in practice if we like come up with a jam or something that is really cool I'll, i'll record it and um you know save it for next time and when we come back and practice again we'll pick it up and then keep working on it it's like putting together legos yeah absolutely and like the the other cool thing about it is is like um you know i've been playing with james um for maybe like a little over 10 years now uh in different bands and stuff and just working before brother hawk james and i were trying to do a different band and also looking for a singer we tried to get nick to be in that band but he wasn't having it Um, (laughs) but just like i had a bunch of songs you know that never had any lyrics they were just like a bunch of songs that were you know compilations of riffs i guess you could call it right um and James, I never record anything, and I probably should, but it's just like not the kind of person that I am. Wow. <laughs> That's something I learned from my girlfriend. She's like, "That's just not who I am as a person." Whenever it's like something you should be doing, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just not who I am as a person to uh, record uh, things like that. Um, but James would be like, "Hey, man, remember this riff you wrote ten years ago? It's really fucking cool." And like, "Holy fucking, shit!" He'll just fucking play it on the bass. It's like, oh. Yeah, but oh man, that riff is really fucking cool. I wrote that, and then it'll just become a song. Yeah, uh, that's like how No Room to Rust was. Like the the chorus to that yeah. was like a riff from like two thousand five or six or something, and like we didn't even work on that song until what was it two thousand fourteen or something when that song came out. Yeah. I think so. Just like little stuff where like I don't know. I've just been writing riffs like literally my whole fucking life, and they just come in and out, and maybe I'll remember them, or maybe I'll come up with a better version of them. But like that's just all that it's about is just writing riffs and putting them. You you know, when you hear it done, like listening to anybody's music, but yours in particular, like it's amazing that it comes together like that, and and that it was pieces. Like from my perspective, just hearing the finished product, it it sounds like, oh yeah, here's the song I wrote and it's whole all at once. But knowing that it's all just pieces that are put together, that's crazy, man. That yeah. that's, that's talent as far as I'm thank, concerned. Thank you, I appreciate that because like you know that's the biggest thing you struggle with. I think is when I talk about like hitting a wall and like stopping is like when you're trying to cram two different fucking things together, you're like, Oh, this is in the same key. Does this work? Or like, this is the same time signature. Does this work? And like a lot of times the answer is no, you know, but, um, sometimes it does. And, uh, it's cool to know that like, it doesn't come off that way. Like it's piecemealed or something like that. Well, the, this, this song wait, that'll be on the new album. That was like the first thing that we jammed when you came to my house back in like 2009. Oh shit. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, it's the in, in 2009, wait told you to wait till 2018. <laughs> I think, like maybe the with a couple exceptions, like uh, Half Empty and Ghosts are the two that come to mind right off the rip. Oh, and L5P because that was like the first Brother Hawk song ever. But those, all three of those, like those were like sit down, start writing. Thirty minutes later, the song's finished. That's crazy. Um, but that's really fucking few and far between, man. Like, I'm not like, I feel like there's a lot of people that do that. Like, I don't know, like really prolific people like, you know, like Neil Young or Ryan Adams or somebody who just like, sure. that's what they do. They're like, I don't consider myself a songwriter in the same way that those guys are, you know, like yeah. those guys sit down and write like 10 fucking songs in a day, you know, like that sounds insane to me. Like some of these songs take years to finish. 
you know, it, it's it's weird how music. We were talking about this earlier before we got on with you guys. Like, music comes from either these places of like total pain or total joy. There's no gray area with that shit. You know what right. I mean? Absolutely. God damn, you don't got to tell me, man. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, recently, I think. I think it was recent you guys were playing with blackberry smoke right uh uh-huh. yeah how did that whole thing come about um that came about because i have a friend that i used to work for his name's chris howell uh he's a tattooer from atlanta he used to be part owner of a shop here called southern star tattoo that i would just i was a floor guy at you know and like talk to people and make stencils and shit um but he's just an old Atlanta dude, and Britt, the drummer from Blackberry Smoke, is also, and his brother, um, they're just old Atlanta dudes, and they've just been friends forever. Right. And uh, when we started doing stuff, when Chris was real into it, like the first EP, um, and he gave it to Britt, and over the next couple of years, like, Britt, like, came and saw us play, and, like, we're just being cool, and then, like, when we kind of, like, we're, like, kind of really starting to, like, get our feet on solid ground, I feel like as a band, like Brit just kind of started throwing us stuff, you know, just be like, Hey, you guys want to do this cruise that we're going to do, or, you know, open this show for us. And just, he's just really fucking cool dude, man. You can tell that he's just, they did it the exact same way we're trying to do it now, you know, where they just like went to fucking work and they just finally, like people started to notice and like, you know, people that like, you know, I think eventually like ZZ Top took them on tour and then like Leonard Skinner took them on tour. And then that kind of helped that, you know, he's not, you know, um, ignorant to how much that helped them, you know, and he's just trying to like kind of pay it forward and do the same thing for young bands that he digs that are, you know, he's cool with and stuff. It's just, they're awesome dudes. And that, that's literally all it's about is just, they don't, they're not benefiting at all by putting us like yeah, on the bill. Kid. Kinship. Yeah, kindred, kindred, kindred spirits yeah. like that. And, wow. And what you said too, that paying it forward, that's huge, man. Like yeah. when you when you've got that uh, position and you've you're making it and to, to put your hand out and say, Hey man, come on guys, come with us, like that's yeah. that shows what solid fucking brother right there. Absolutely. They're all they're all awesome. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York. A podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. So, you guys, what does the um, Brother Hawk name mean to you guys? That also came from your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 my whole life is like my parents. They're just like the coolest Aww. fucking people ever on the face of the earth. And like, uh, but so um, that's just something that like uh, my parents would say. Like they're just really in tune with nature. They love everything and they, they instilled that in me and like if you would see a hawk be like brother hawk flying over and it always just sounded so cool to me and that was just a band name i had in my pocket mm. for a long time and like wasn't ready to apply it to something until it was like worthy of it i feel like <laughs> like one and of the lyrics what's that like one of your licks right exactly you know it's just you gotta wait to the right time you know everything just kind of i don't know comes together. Yeah. Do, you feel, do you feel like it's your time right now? 
Absolutely. I, I felt like that for a long time and I just started to feel more and more like that. Everything we do, I feel more like that. And I think that's cool because I feel like, you know, we're, like I said, you know, we're a DIY band. We do everything <laughs> on our own and well, we just got a booking agent. I forgot that's the thing we've been like pining for, for years. We just got a booking agent out of new Orleans, um, all in touring. They've been really cool so far, but just like, it, it's just been this like low, slow, but constantly going up. Like, I don't feel like we've ever gone the opposite direction this whole time. And even if it takes another 10 years, as long as we're going the right direction, mm-hmm. I feel good about it. You that's know? sweet. Yeah, that's a wonderful position to have because then you're always enjoying. There's no that's, pressure. That's what it's all about. I mean, that's like, we, you know, we the things that we like want to achieve as a band, are, I feel like are secondary to the fact that we just get to do it. Yeah. You know, want to do it. And the things that we achieve are going to make it easier for us to do it. And I think wow. that's what it's all about. But we would be doing it regardless. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy to have that realization that the you're doing the thing that you love. And then the thing that you love is in turn taking care of you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it's we're we are very very fortunate people and it's not lost on us at all like no it's all it's that's evident yeah so in having the chance to like get out there and and tour and and do your thing man like obviously you're from atlanta so let's not say atlanta but like is there a place that you guys love playing the most uh, the most maybe greens Greensboro, either Greensboro or like maybe Asheville. Greensboro and Asheville, like we both just have like a bunch of really good friends in those cities. Um, and they just, Philly has been good. Oh man, Philly is fucking awesome too. Like Philly, this dude, Justin from Philly just like has been begging us to come up there before we even like toured, before we even had a van or anything. Um, and that was just one of the first places where like, um, I don't know, someone like wanted us to come that we couldn't come. You know what I mean? They're yeah. Just, like, up here get up here and when we finally did like they they showed it you know like it's every time we've been it's been awesome and they're just like hungry for it up there it's just really cool i think Those you guys are going to find it happening more and more man yeah, we really want you do. to come to portland yeah, yeah come to portland man we want to are you guys portland oregon or yeah Maine? yeah portland oregon okay Portland, Oregon. I, I hope we're supposed to do west coast stuff this summer i don't know like how deep it's going to go but i really hope like that by the end of this year or this time next year, there's not going to be anywhere that we haven't been yet. That's Fuck the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Portland's a great music town. Great crowds here, like hundred percent participation. Yeah. No, you're, you're not seeing 10,000 phones in the audience at all. <laughs> you're, you're seeing people fucking jamming, listening nice. to music, man. Well, we will see you guys sooner than later, hopefully. Good. Um, well, well, I, I want to ask something. Just first, of all, you got you. We already covered your so your emotional and your heavy with the music <laughs> and the way you go back and forth. But the other thing too, especially talking to you guys now, you guys are fun. You're having fun doing this. You're funny. You guys go back a long way. And I'm looking at Instagram as you mentioned it, and it took me. I just was looking at it. Uh, y'all, y'all trying to eat? Yeah, <laughs> it's it's yeah, a, it's an Instagram account they have as a band of them. Dude, tell tell us about that. <laughs> well, you know, we we fucking like to eat. We like to have a good time. You know, I say I, we, 
if we're not having a good time, it's just like something's wrong. You know, we all love each other as friends, like very deeply. And like, it's just, we're excited to go get in the van and we all like to eat good food and like drink good coffee and fucking eat desserts or whatever. So we decided to just document it one day. Maybe we could like get extra famous. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking great awesome. pictures of you guys on show or something like that. Yeah. But no, like we just, it just, something funny to do and yeah and you know be be shitheads and post funny stuff on the internet for our own entertainment all right so (laughs) y'all are famous now what you gonna do with it oh shit (laughs) let's hear it come on i want to hear i want to hear what the plan is what's the grand plan or at least a portion of it (laughs) the grand Um, you know get a house comfortable house to live in uh i love it that's fucking cute man that's a house i love it a place to call home i'm down with that a simple i i would like to not worry about things that would be like the greatest thing i feel like that doesn't exist you know but that doesn't exist less about some things you know that would be enough for me if i could just get famous enough to worry a little less i'd I'd be really fucking stoked (laughs) i think you and i have the same fucking mentality man i said i said to melanie not long ago i was like i just want to like have have it so that if we want to go out to dinner it's not a big fucking deal man yeah. and if a bill comes in i just pay it you know that's i'm not asking for a lot <laughs> shit Absolutely. let's keep oh, it my simple. shoes are falling apart i can just go get some new ones you know yeah. <laughs> no shit man no shit so you guys are coming out with a new album when's it come out may 11 um, yes may 11 is the clear lake we're self-releasing um so it'll be digitally distributed and then you can order cds from our web store and then buy them in person and that's pretty much it cool and so where can um people that are listening find you guys find out information besides youtube (laughs) talkatl.com yeah it'll take you to everything we have basically Cool, and we'll we'll put links to that in the show notes and and, and on I, the website and all that. When I found looking too, when I was listening to a lot of your guys' older stuff was on uh, the Bandcamp. Bandcamp, yeah, yeah. So like the the three EPs that we did before Big Medicine, um, Big Medicine is just, uh, with the exception of Half Empty, songs from those EPs, but like actually done well in a nice studio studio, like it was the first time we had the opportunity to do that we've been playing all these songs and like there's a different drummer like on every record you know (laughs) and at the time uh, jc was going to be our drummer the dude that's on big medicine so we're like okay let's stop and like put a full length out for once of like you know this stuff that we're still really proud of you know the older things we just like kind of don't like those recordings really so that's why we did that um and then so that's why like also too it's just being like unknown and then as we started to like you said like kind of get noticed more we wanted i didn't want people to come like be like oh shit i heard brother hawk's awesome and then go listen to like some shitty old recording that we had like put out yeah yeah so we kind of shelved that stuff and like so made it where like if you want to hear what brother hawk is you hear what we want you to hear you well, know what it really sense. is yeah. not what Hell it was yeah, yeah. no that makes sense totally yeah yeah so that was the whole idea behind that and then so that's we're really excited for this because this is like the first time we put out a full length of all brand new material and it, honestly uh, you know it i know it's weird to talk about your own stuff but i guess that's what we're here to do it's just yeah. on a different fucking level you know like we've just really in my eyes come a really really long way from like 
you know, from when Alan joined the band, you know, Alan joined the band and we went and did five weeks in Europe, like two months later. Oh shit. And I feel like that really, I feel like that just like really set just like this insanely solid foundation for what we were going to do after that. How was the Um, reception in Europe? It was fucking awesome, man. It was really fucking awesome. That was a great, great time Uh, in Spain, especially it was like, Oh man, the hospitality was unbelievable. These people were just so excited for us to be there. And we had friends that we made over there that brought us into their homes and cooked us dinner. I mean, it was, it was just an unbelievable, you know, experience. I was about to say once in a lifetime, but I don't think that that's going to be the case. No, you'll be going back for sure. For yeah, sure. absolutely. Absolutely. But it was just really unbelievable. It was awesome. You, yeah. you guys, whenever you guys um, do come to Portland, we're going to hook up a dinner and have a family thing coming out for you guys. Yeah. So I hope you take us up on it when you come down. We, I, I hope you really mean it because yeah, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we don't just say that. Whether you like it or not. You know, we, we, we're we fucking like to eat too, man. Yeah, we're coming into town hungry. King Pong, get out on the porch, fucking get something hot in the skillet. We're ready. Right. Yes. And you know what, man? Seriously, and this isn't, I'm not just saying this because it's fucking recording. Fuck that. Like, I want, I want you guys to consider, like, this this show for what it's worth and wherever we reach. Like, if you guys got something going on, you got something you want to talk about, you're welcome on here anytime, man. Like, consider this oh, your home for, for, for your voice, you know? That, that That's awesome. We seriously appreciate that. And, and I mean that shit, like, for real. So can we, uh, as we go out with you guys, can we play one of your tunes? Yes, please. So which one do you guys want me to play as we go out? Uh, uh, let's, let's, do let's do the clear lake. Okay, oh, cool. Yes. All right, man. Well, you guys got a home here, man. And when you come to Portland, come over, man. We'll hook you up with some good food. Thank you so much. This has been really fucking awesome. We appreciate you awesome. guys having on. We appreciate you guys too, man. And just keep keep at it, dude. And I meant what I said. Like, you, you guys are that for people out there. And I know it's weird to hear and it's, it's a trip. But just own that shit, man, because you guys are fucking going somewhere amazing. And I, I'm, I'm excited to watch the ride. Thank you. It, it, it is weird, but it's also like extremely fulfilling and wonderful to hear. So thank you for, for saying it right on brother. And I will be sitting here anticipating May 11th, uh, with a six, <laughs> six pack and sitting down to listen to the Heck whole yeah. album when it comes oh, yeah. out. Heck yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys can cut this part out, but we'll send you the link to the SoundCloud. You guys just jam it now. Oh, sweet. Cause oh, I want to hear that black dog. <laughs> yes. Oh, thank oh my you gosh, guys. you guys, seriously, that, uh, that like makes my heart feel so good. That story. <laughs> hey, that's, that is literally the goal. The only goal. So good. Right on guys. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, and thank we'll you so play much. Out Thanks, clearly. Nick and JB. Appreciate your time. Thank you. I'll send you guys my number so you can stay in touch when you come to Portland, man. Yeah, please do, man. Please do. All right, guys. Take care. All right.
Fucking brother Hawk, man! Holy shit! A couple of badasses. Yeah, four badasses. Yeah, five well, badasses with that on there. Yeah, that's that, six that was badasses amazing. with mom on there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Man. It's cool to hear that. Like, family is the thing. Like the his the mommy what do you call that? The genesis him, point. His mommy that. and daddy got him his shit so that he can fulfill his dream and now he's fulfilling his dream and his mom gets to watch it do you know how special that is jb oh my yeah, god because it's happening with us with sydney your best friend I know, that's from why kindergarten. i'm saying like i have such a different perspective now when i hear people talk about their mom and dad as inspirations because i'm seeing my daughter living her beautiful dream and having the feeling as the parent that gets to watch the most amazing movie on HD that you could ever see and you get to interact with the movie yeah. and so I think that JB your mom is such a beautiful person and I, your dad is amazing and I am just thanks for the interview guys yeah that thanks was again that was great so everybody out there if you haven't checked out brother Hawk and you listen to this interview now is the time <laughs> when we're done to go turn on YouTube or download that album and buy it and support these guys, man, help them get where they're going because these are brothers that are doing it for real and doing it from the heart. And as a family, we need to support each other and that's what it's all about. So, and I suggest starting on YouTube with no room to rust. They will just knock your socks off. Yeah. Yep. So follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. Leave us those five-star reviews on iTunes. It's important for the show, guys. Help us out. Um, go to the website. There's some shirts left and stickers, and you can subscribe to the newsletter there. Remember to hashtag your posts on Instagram and Facebook with the hashtag No Simple Road so that we can see each other and that this thing manifests in the real world as us showing each other who we are and getting to know each other and feeling together and included. And last but not least, remember the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash no simple road. It's where you can go to support the show. You can give as little as a dollar a month, man. And it gets us one step closer to that goal and that dream of seeing this being done full time and having a little more room in my head to create for you guys. So go and have a great week. We love you and we'll see you next week for another one. Take care of each other. Give a smile to a stranger. Be well. Enjoy the clear lake. Love. Osiris. Osiris.
Hey, this is Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters, and this podcast is part of the Osiris podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics. Check them out for all kinds of new music, news, and information. Osiris. tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast.